This is the Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefrey.com, a place for women who want more from life. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Today's podcast episode is a solo one. It is a life update, and I feel like it's been so long since I've sat down and just had a bit of a chat in this kind of format of updating you on things in life, I guess because I feel like I've not had a lot to really say that's interesting when it comes to updating you on anything in my life, purely because we are still off the back of school holidays. It really has just been rinse and repeat, getting back into a rhythm of my work days, back into a rhythm with the kids going to school. There are other stresses happening outside of uh, things that I'm able to, of course, share on a podcast because I have to be so mindful of that. But there are stresses in life to do with um, co-parenting and things like that that I am finding quite exhausting. And because they take so much of my energy uh, and so much of my mental capacity as well, I feel like I just have been going through the motions in a lot of other areas in life. Um, but that said, I do have a couple of things that I thought I could sit down and chat with you about. The first being that a couple of months ago, well, actually it's been on my mind for a while, but quite seriously, a couple of months ago, I kept having this thought drop in that I really want to think about the longevity of a career and really think about the impact that I want to make, I guess, as a legacy for myself not in the way of a legacy as of some a legacy of someone who's impacting millions of people but just the legacy of who I am as a human and what is it that I want to stand for and what is it that I want to bring to the table and when I get to the end of my life or the kids stand up at my funeral and have something to say about mum what is it that I want them to say about me and something that kept coming back up for me was that I really I want to move into the field of therapy. I would really love to become a psychotherapist one day. That is a long trajectory to get from where I am to there. But when I think of future Kylie, Kylie in her 40s, 50s, 60s, I think, what is it that I will want to be doing? And I have a strong hunch that I will want to be impacting people and helping people in a more one-on-one uh, -on -one kind of way. I love the pod podcasting landscape. I feel so lucky to have fallen into this niche where I think I started my podcast before a lot of other influencers had theirs. Certainly wasn't the first to the party, but I think I started it at a good time and it's been a very natural, enjoyable thing for me. And I will 
keep doing the podcast for as long as I love it and for as long as it's viable. But I do have these moments where I think, what is it that I want for myself? Do I want to feel the pressure in 10 years, five years, even two years of continuing to share my personal life? Do I really enjoy the dynamics of sharing the children, sharing my partner, sharing all of that stuff? And look, sometimes I do. Sometimes I really love that I can have a conversation with the kids or I can share something from our relationship, but it always does come at a cost uh, and the cost isn't always the thing that I'm paying. Sometimes it's what other people um, pay, I guess. This sounds abstract, doesn't it? But I guess I'm just mindful of me sharing things, how much that impacts the boys growing up. And also how much it impacts me because then I become vulnerable to other people commenting on my life, uh, putting pressure on me, making assumptions. You know, even just as recent as yesterday, I posted a clip about growing and feeling like, you know, the hard times in life where you feel like you're being stretched, that's when you're doing your most amount of growing And it feels so painful during that stretching process, but that's when the growth is happening. And I truly believe that we are all here to learn our lessons and to grow and better ourselves and to keep moving forward. But people have interpreted that to mean I'm pregnant and I'm stretching and growing in that way. And I didn't even realize, I couldn't understand, could not understand why people were commenting saying, oh, baby announcement, or um, I'm reading between the lines with a smirky face. And then I was like, why are people thinking this? And then when I reread it and I thought, oh, stretching and growing, but I'm not talking about stretching my body. I'm talking about feeling emotionally stretched, feeling like you have to continually come out of your comfort zone. And like, it was a bit triggering for me as someone who has gone through a loss, as someone who is not pregnant, you know, sometimes people are not pregnant and they really want to be. And then seeing things like that, is just a reminder that you're not. And so all of this stuff, being vulnerable and sharing things and having people comment, that is the entry fee into the world that I work in. And I'm very happy to have paid it uh, for the most part, but sometimes it does get a bit much. And I also am very lucky because I'm very small time, very, very small time. I think not many people uh, really give me a second thought in a lot of ways, not like influencers who have really big followings uh, or who are really divisive. But what I'm saying is when I sit down and I think about Kylie in 10 years, I'd be turning 46. How do I want to be in my life? And I think that I would really, really enjoy having clients to work with, people to guide, whether that's working uh, in a high school, whether it's working with um, children, relationship stuff, whatever it is, I think that that would bring me a great sense of fulfillment. And you also can't operate in this e-commerce space without understanding that it's not guaranteed. You know, if Instagram shut down tomorrow, where would that leave me and my ability to reach people? And like, I'm just not super excited about moving over to TikTok and then the next platform and then the next platform. So this is a really rambly way of telling you that I've decided to study. It just kept coming back to me that, oh, I want to impact people, write a book potentially in the future. What sort of therapy 
Am I interested? Who do I admire? And the therapists I admire the most are psychotherapists. I have found the most helpful guidance from psychotherapists myself. And so just looking into the pathway to get there for me, the first entry point is to complete a diploma of counseling. So that's what I'm doing. I have begun my diploma of counseling. It's like a full-time study situation, but I'm doing it remotely. It adds a lot, obviously, uh, to the plate, but it's not unmanageable, I don't think. I'm not putting a huge amount of time pressure on myself to complete it. I believe they give you like five years. Um, I would like to complete it a lot quicker than that, and I think I probably will because so far, and keeping in mind I'm not that far in, maybe a month in, but so far I'm finding it so... um, enjoyable. It certainly had its little challenging moments of just sitting down and trying to remember how to study. I left school in grade 11 and full disclosure, I wasn't the best student. Now that I know myself more and I understand my ADHD brain, no wonder, like no wonder I found it so hard to focus in the way that you are encouraged to focus in high school. But it's been a very long time since I have had to sit down and study anything for assessment. And so my first day studying, I opened up everything, like I opened up the assessment guide and then the study guide and then my assessment book. And I was like, oh, far out. Like, how, how am I going to do this? Um, Because as someone who like operates in the online space, you probably know this, particularly if you've listened to the episode with Jordan, I am not good with computers. They scare me. I don't know how to use a spreadsheet. I was like, oh, I'm out of my depth. Like, this is going to be a lot. But I just took a deep breath and chipped away at it. And I found my own rhythm, which does involve note taking pen and paper. Um, But I'm loving it. Like I really, truly am loving it. And everything I am learning makes so much sense to me, I guess, because I've had so many years of therapy uh, as a client and because I've read so much, uh, so many books I've read so many things about different therapy modalities and why we are the way we are. And you guys know I'm so curious about that. And I've been so fortunate to speak to so many people. But as I'm sitting down, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I feel very lit up. Uh, And the first day after I got past my initial overwhelm of how the hell am I going to do this, I actually had tears of happiness, like just tears of like pride for myself which isn't something that I experience often. I've always been someone who uh, is not a good celebrator. You know, if something happens big, you know, like our first million downloads for the podcast, I was like, oh, yay, that's nice. Let's keep going. Um, When I've had business success in other areas, you know, reaching certain markers financially or in terms of metrics, I've always been someone who's like, okay, that's nice, but let's keep going. And so this overwhelming sense of pride for myself and enjoyment and like, oh, I'm on the right path felt so, so, so good. I like just sat down and had tears for myself. So that was really nice. So I'm doing that diploma of counseling so far, really enjoying it. I'm preparing now for my first assessment, uh, like my first practical assessment. I've done the written side of it, but yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. I am setting aside Thursdays as my study day. Last year, Thursdays was my podcast recording day, but I've decided Thursdays every week, 
because if I have the kids, once I drop them to school, I can come home, I can be sat in my chair by 9.30, 9.30 till quarter past two, I can focus. Of course, I have to get up every 60 minutes because that's the best way that I operate. 60 minutes, get up, hang up a load of washing, stretch my legs, mince around, come back and start again. But so far, so good. With that said, studying uh, excites me a lot and I have so much intention to bring the things that I'm learning into podcast episodes as well. I think that that will be really, really helpful. I'm so obsessed with self-growth and personal reflection and development that I think it's only going to add to the podcast in a really positive way. On the topic of the podcast, I think I need to change the podcast name. What do you guys think? Genuine question I'm asking you. Slide into my DMs right now if you want to. Leave a comment if you want to. Um... This has been something that's on my mind. And recently we had a review uh, with some podcast managers and I brought up one of my concerns. I said, I wonder if the name The Fray is too abstract, not because people are silly, but because it is an abstract concept. I fell in love with the word The Fray because it means from Uh, It also has that duality of meaning fray if you spell in a different way, but just the word fray means to come apart. And again, with the personal growth kind of side of things, when you come apart, when you fray, you have the opportunity to pick up the threads that you want to weave a life from. And I love the simplicity of it, the fray. I think it's just like a beautiful uh, company name, but I wonder if it's a bridge too far for a podcast Because if you are scrolling through your podcast app and you see it pop up, it doesn't necessarily tell you, the listener, if you are a cold listener, that means you don't know who I am, you're not coming over from Instagram, doesn't really give you much context of what to expect. Now, podcast names don't always give you context on what to expect, but I have just wondered if it is a little bit too abstract. I will keep the name The Fray for the website for sure. But I am considering changing the podcast name. I do have a name in mind, which I will not share yet, but it's definitely more reflective of the conversations I have with guests and the reflections I have just personally. So let me know what you think. Should the name of the podcast change? I'm going to keep the same intro music because I love that intro music. Um, But yeah, I think it's time for a change. And... I think it's time to change my own name as well. I have toyed with the the idea of changing my last name for years, obviously since uh, going through a divorce, wondering what to do about the name. I have kept the name for two reasons. The first being that I felt it's really important to have the same last name as the boys. The second reason is that I like alliteration. I like the k k sound. It's simple, but it's true. Um, But the more I guess I get, like the older I guess perhaps, and the more I understand feminism and the more I understand myself and the more I hold myself to account on the type of person, type of woman I want to be, a last name matching with my children really doesn't matter. It really, truly does not matter in the way that I thought it did because a name is just something. The real thing that matters with kids is the bond you have with them. It's the connection you have with them. 
You could have the same last name as all of your family members and hate all of them. Or you could have all different last names and still have the tightest, closest, most respectful, most loving connection and bond. And so I guess also I have the same middle name as the boys. So there's that too that I feel is nice. If they if they would have become upset that I changed my name and we didn't have the same one, we do still have the same middle name, which is Jade. Um, but I have just gone through things recently, not even recently, like over the last few years that make me go, huh, I don't feel like I'm the same person I was a couple of years ago and I do not want to be attached to that name for other reasons. Yes, it's the name, last name of my children, but it's also the last name of other, like, you guys know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So I'm going to change my actual name too. I should have done it before I just got my passport, which was a massive win. I was so stressed about getting my passport. I know that sounds silly, but when I sat down to apply for my passport and I realized I don't have a birth certificate because I have no idea where I've put it. I don't know where my marriage certificate is. I don't know where my divorce certificate is. I am a useless human, (laughs) Um, but realizing, okay, I've got to get everything together to get another, like another copy of my birth certificate. Then I've got to get everything together to get a copy of the marriage certificate and then to get the passport because I was born after whatever date they say on the document. I also need to get the original birth certificate of one of my parents. My dad was not comfortable sending his down, but my mum was. So I, I ended up getting everything I needed. I've got my passport, which was a massive feat for me. Next step is to get the boys' passport sorted. But anyway... I was saying, I'm going to change my last name. Again, I'll keep you posted with what I'm changing it to, but I've picked the last name. It is not my maiden name. It is not a family name. Uh, Funnily enough, a couple of years ago, I actually submitted the paperwork to change my last name to Clark because that's a family name from my grandma who I adore. But then I decided, well, I didn't even decide, just my useless ADHD brain. I've got to stop saying that, don't I? But um I just never pulled the trigger on it. I paid, I submitted everything, but I didn't do the final steps. But this time I am committed. I feel like it's very much time. So I'll keep you posted with that one too. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Next up, oh, life update. You guys, I got my first ever tattoo. That's like... Those are words I would never have thought I would say. I have never had a tattoo before, obviously. Um, And I've always thought that I would be someone who never gets a tattoo. Both of my sisters have tattoos and there's been some part of me who has liked this identity that I had formed for myself where I'm the good girl. Like I don't have any piercings. I don't have any tattoos because I know that that's something that would disappoint my dad when I was younger. I genuinely don't think that he would care right now at all. But I kind of had this narrative of 
you know, being the good girl and it's all tied up in that be small, be quiet, be compliant, be, you know, easy, all of that stuff. And I guess as I've gotten older and kind of unpacking that a little bit, I decided I wanted to get a tattoo Um, and it was on my bucket list. I thought like, you know what? I don't want to get to the end of my life and have not experienced that sensation. And like another reason why I've never had it done is because I've always thought, this is the same as changing my hair, right? I have always thought that it would happen and I would have massive regret and I would be stressed and want to get it off my skin and not be able to relax till it was off my skin. I don't know where that side of things comes from because I've never really experienced that other than with the occasional hair disaster or one time one of my friends, Kylie, waxed my eyebrows and she took nearly the whole eyebrow off. So there was that instant like, oh my gosh, like massive panic, regret feeling way back then. But um, yeah, I had that fear. I've never been overly fearful of the pain because I get my lips done, so I can't really say, oh, I don't want a needle on me or anything like that. Um, But anyway, it was on my bucket list. I wanted to get a little tattoo. And for ages, probably for the last six to eight months, I've been saving little tattoos that I see on Instagram and I like. And so my whole explore page is literally just little tattoos. So I got a very small red tattoo and Brendan did it on the kitchen bench. (laughs) I'll have to upload a video of it. The kids had gone to bed and he was like, right, let's do it. So he stenciled it on and then he he did it. Um, and I was nervous. So while he's standing there, before he did my little tattoo, I was like, oh, I'm nervous about how it's going to look. So he just like pulled his shorts up and did the exact same tattoo on his leg under, he's got my name tattooed on his leg, under where my name is tattooed. And I'm like, oh, okay, it looks quite good. So he did it uh, and it looks very hand-drawn which I like. So it's just a small red little love heart. It's very sweet. I said something the other day to Brendan about, oh, you know, that's a bit basic about something else. Like it's a bit common. And he was like, says the girl with a red love heart, but it is so cute. It's really, really finely done. I'll have to uh, pop it up on stories and show you guys, but I adore it. And Brendan reckons now I'm going to have a whole lot of different red ones all over me, which I don't know. There's definitely one that I want that he's already stenciled on me before and I've wanted it for ages, but he had to order a finer needle to do that for me. Pain-wise, it's like a bit stingy. And Brennan said to me, it feels like something just scratching or dragging over your skin. And that is how it feels. His tattoo machine, and he's tattooed his whole arm, like he is a very competent tattooist. Um, his machine is really noisy. So, you know, when you go to the dentist and it's not necessarily the pain, but it's the noise of the drill that makes you feel a bit, I was going to say ish, but that's like a, our family thing. The boys say ish instead of queasy or a bit not right. I don't even know where it came from. Maybe they shortened squeamish. But yeah, they use that word like it's just common, like everyone has that in their vernacular. Oh, mum, that makes me feel a bit ish. So it's just the word that made me feel a bit yucky. Uh, Not sorry, it was the sound that made me feel a bit yucky, but the actual experience was so fast. I videoed it and including Brendan doing his own love heart on his leg, mine going over it twice, 
you know, putting the bepanthin and all that sort of stuff on it, the video goes for five minutes and that included like two minutes beforehand of me kind of being nervous and asking for reassurance. So it was all over so fast and I love it. Love, love, love it. I've heard people say in the past, oh, once you get a tattoo, you kind of just forget it's there and you don't fixate on it. And it's very, very true in my experience. All right. So those are a couple of life updatey things. We've also just finished off our desire month. So over on our Venti members, we've really stuck with the theme of desire. We even had a bonus desire meditation. If you sign up and become a Venti member now, you still have access to all of the past episodes. So you can go back and listen to that desire month. I found it really, really impactful. I know for me, just allowing myself to be more curious about what desire means. What does it mean to want to want and to be wanted? And what does desire in life mean? We get so caught up in just the everyday nature of going through the motions of the rinse and the repeat of the doing our normal habits and our habitual thoughts that sometimes we need a circuit breaker. We need someone to be like, hey, like snap, snap, look up here, focus on desire, Are you feeling desire in your life? Do you feel desirable as well? What does it mean for you? And I know for me, it's just been a really like enjoyable experience having pleasure at the forefront of my brain and what desire means. What do the things that I'm into mean? Into in the bedroom, yes, but also outside of the bedroom. Where am I being a gatekeeper to my own pleasure and my own enjoyment? How can I slow down and give myself that sense of uh, intimacy and connection and desire? And how can that overflow into other areas of my life? Desire in terms of sexual, I guess, like thinking sexually about it, but also just desire in terms of Do I wake up each and every day and feel excited? Do I desire the life that I am creating? Do my daily habits add up to make me feel like I'm in a good place? So Desire Month, I think, has been really good. We've had super positive feedback. We have a sealed section episode up with uh, Chantelle Otten, one of Australia's leading sexologists where she answers anonymously submitted questions. She talks about things like um, premature ejaculation, communication in the bedroom, squirting, dirty talk, all of that, all of that stuff that you might uh, be curious about, but you're not having those conversations in real life. Chantelle speaks about over there. There are bonus episodes with Tamika Wilder. There's that uh, meditation, Tabitha Fennell's over there. I think it was just a really well-rounded, well-rounded themed month. And next month, we've decided to not have a super cohesive theme. We've decided to mix it up. There are solo episodes that include me answering anonymously submitted questions, questions about my body, questions about my sex life, questions about ADHD, co-parenting, ADHD for kids, medication, all of that stuff. I answer that over. Uh, in a venti episode. We also have emotional eating topics covered as well. There's an emotional eating coach who answers questions. I also share my own experience uh, in that arena. We have an episode with Mel Schilling on dating confidence, how to feel more confident if you are entering the dating 
uh, pool for maybe the first time in a while, or maybe you've been in the dating pool for ages, but you just are ready to feel like you're doing it more intentionally and have more confidence and more purpose as you're doing it. We also have a episode with an intuitive spiritual uh, medium, Isabeau Maxwell. She talks about the first encounter she ever had in the spiritual world and how that comes through for her. And she also talks about signs from the universe and leaning into all of that sort of stuff. So it's a mixed bag for March over on the Venti Zone, um, but all really interesting podcast episodes, I think, for sure. So it's a nice extension from the main podcast. If you're not sure what the Venti membership is, it's a subscription where you sign up and you get all of the episodes, including the episode you're listening to right now. So the two normal episodes per week completely ad and sponsorship free. So no more skipping ads, but then you also get an episode on Wednesdays as well. So you get Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all ad free. You also get monthly journaling prompts and access to close friends on Instagram as well. So if you do fancy becoming a Venti member, jump on over. The link is in the bio. It is the same cost as a large Venti cup of coffee for the whole month, but you get at least four five, depending on how many weeks you're in the month, at least four or five bonus episodes, sometimes even more because we are uploading meditations and things like that over there as well. It basically just means that you can support the content creation of podcasts without having that um, sponsored style, like all of the ads at the start of the episodes or through the midway. Um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things. I know that when I shared I was going to be doing this, some people felt a bit put off by it. But like I said, it's not going to change the actual main podcast. Yeah, I'm chatting about it now, but I wanted to give you an update on what to expect over there. Uh, But it doesn't take away anything from people who do just want the podcast as a free resource. But for those who feel that it, it adds value to your life in whatever way, whether it's just something that you listen to while you're walking, while you're pottering around, doing domestic chores, while you're on your way to work, whatever it is, sometimes it feels nice to enter into that exchange where you're like, oh yes, this feels good to me. I don't need the ads. I don't need the free side of it. It feels good to me to support my favorite content creators. There are a couple of content creators I support myself And I feel good about it because they add to my life. Sometimes they add, not sometimes, they add more to my life than things like Netflix or an Amazon Prime subscription. Anyway, so that is today's podcast episode for you. Life update, studying, name changes galore coming. Got myself a tattoo. When I sent a photo to Jordan, she's like, do you feel like a bad bitch? I'm like, yeah, kind of do with my teeny tiny little red heart. Um, Desire Month was a great, great month. All of those episodes are there for you. Go and have a listen. You know, even today I had to go into the shops to get a lunchbox of all things for the kids, uh, straight to Smiggle for a lunchbox. And I walked past like an underwear store and I thought, I'm just going to stick my head in. And I bought myself this beautiful matching set and it was fairly inexpensive. And when I got home, I put it on. I was like, I feel so good in this. Like it feels good. And I think because I just have feeling good and pleasure and desire, Uh, on my mind because of this desire month that we've just finished, 
that made me feel more empowered to go in and be like, yeah, I deserve to feel really good in this. So anyway, that aside, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. As always, slide into my DMs. Let me know if you think I should change the Frey podcast name and why. All right, team, I hope you're having a great day and I will speak with you very, very soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.